Um, yeah. Good evening. This evening, I'm very, very excited to introduce Augusta from Sisters Rising in Rhyme. And Augusta is a poet and a female empowerment coach. She is all about women and females and our bodies and just loving ourselves and everything like that, which I think is absolutely amazing. So thank you so much, Augusta, for joining us tonight. That's so kind of you to hop on. Um, I understand that you've got a really cool poem to tell us that I've already read, actually, and I think it's amazing. I love it. Do you want to read that to us first? And then I'll yeah. let you get ready. Thanks for having me on. It's really a privilege. <laughs> lots of mums. So the poem I've chosen to start with today is called Just a Mother which I thought was appropriate for this group. And it's a little bit about, um, well, I'll just read it and then you can see what it's about. Just a mother. I'm more than just a mother. I hold so much rage about the way that this is going and how I spend my days. I love my baby, be sure. I've never felt that more. And I've lost myself. I can't find the cure. You see, I can't remember who I used to be I know it's just a mother in front of you, you see. But there are many layers under the mask I wear. There are many sides hidden under my glare. I'm more than just a mother, a wife, sister, friend. I'm more than just a mother. You see my light? It bends. I'm the fierce lioness, hungry on the prowl. Some days I'm more like the little cub just learning to growl. Don't try to limit me that, to the mother that you see. I spent so many years before this just being me. And now I have my angel, my little baby Boo. She's the cutest little chicken, that little tixie too. I'm learning every day now how to be her mum. Sometimes it's so hard being under that little thumb. Every day she grows, I wonder what she knows. But it only takes a giggle for my heart to melt. Every emotion not only seen but felt. The pain of being without her and the desire to be free, the longing for just a little time, especially for me, still knowing it will be over before I want it to be. Maybe then I'll find a peace for only me. That's beautiful. I love that so much, and every single bit of it is so relatable and so true, isn't it? So, so true. I love yeah. that. It's like you want to be with them, and, and then when you're not with them, you're, all you're doing is thinking about them and wishing to wear with them. You just want to go wake them up. And then you're just like, I want to sleep. Can you please leave me? <laughs> this weekend, I traveled for the first time on my own for two well, it's meant to be two nights. It ended up being one because I came home a bit early. But I traveled up to the Cotswolds on my own and stayed in a hotel for a wedding that I was shooting. And uh, it was like the first time that I've been without Maddie for a, a night and like the kids. And I was so excited and it got to about nine o'clock and I was like, oh, I just really missed them. <laughs> so silly. But yeah, I did thoroughly enjoy that actual solid night's sleep. So that's the best one ever. <laughs> but yeah, that poem is so true. I think we really do just lose ourselves, don't we? When we become mums, we yeah. just get stuck into everything. So you've come on tonight to talk to us about cyclic living. And before I met, like found you and you introduced yourself to me and told me a little bit about it, I literally never heard of it in my whole life and still now I'm I'm yeah I'm not sure what it is so what is cyclic living and why do we need it what is it tell us all about it 
So Cyclic Living is um, basically a permission slip to not be on all the time. Because I think, especially as mums and definitely as women, we juggle all the things all the time. Like we've got to have a fantastic career. We've got to be a perfect mother. We've got to like look good, feel good um, and get everything all at the same time. And realistically, this kind of thing is causing people stress. It's causing them burnout anxiety worrying always worrying about something and I think that like men don't worry so much about all these things and they just like have a very much more single focus and a lot of this is because of our hormones and the way that we naturally go up and down throughout the month whereas men's hormones spike and decrease every day so they wake up with higher testosterone and go to bed testosterone they're actually more hormonal than women in fact but women (laughs) go along through the month and their levels of of, um, hormones go up and down throughout the month so we we are not the same all throughout the month and we are expected to be the same so when people ask you how are you you have to say good or you have to say fine or you have to say busy kind of answers you're allowed to say and The fact is, obviously, of course, we're not always good and we're not always. Um, and if we are always busy, it's probably because we, we're trying to cover up and not, you know, we shouldn't be busy all the time. Um, but people expect you to behave the same way that every day, feel the same every day. And that's just not real. So we're wearing these masks and wearing these masks every day is completely exhausting. Um and that's why we're not really connected to the seasons because we live in cities and we're not really connected to day and night because we've got electric lighting and we're not connected definitely to our menstrual cycles and how our hormones change throughout the month so if you choose to live cyclically you will choose to be like fully on at some times of the month and you'll choose to be relaxing and more resting and staying in other times of the month and you won't expect more from yourself than what you can actually do that's amazing i love that so you say that cyclic living has got to do with the moon. You've said that before. How has it got to do with the moon with the moon and our cycles? How does that all work? Yeah, so the moon is um, an amazing kind of magnet that works on the on the planet Earth to pull the tides in and out. And yeah. so pulls the water inside our bodies because we're made up a lot of water in our bodies. It pulls them to the top, which makes us more emotional certain times of the year, uh, of the month. And that's why the word lunacy um, comes yeah. from for the moon, when you go a bit crazy, when your emotions yeah. are a little bit higher to the surface. And the moon actually affects us a lot more than people realise. And so if you follow the cycles of the moon, you'll know that there's a full moon every month and a new moon every month. And when it's the full moon, that's your time to kind of relax, recharge, um, kind of meditate, stay in, don't do too much. And when it's the full moon, it's your time to like plan stuff, to like go out, to set goals and do really active things. And these link with your menstruation cycle. So your ovulation will be um, the time when you're on the new moon and you're setting goals and your menstruation will be on the full moon and it will go around every month like that as well. So you can either follow your own cycle if you are currently menstruating or if you've just had a baby or if you've gone through the menopause, then you can follow the cycles of the moon um, because it's the same thing. It will both happen roughly every 28 days. That's genius. Do you know what? It's so funny you say that. I used to be a veterinary nurse before kids and we used to dread working on a full moon because people just were crazy. Like the things that happened on a full moon shift, it was just like, it was unreal. And we was like, how can this even be a thing? But it so yeah. was. But I suppose I, it makes so much sense. When I was a primary school teacher, it was exactly the same. And was it was it? Like, 
it's a full moon. There's going to be drama today. Everyone get ready. <laughs> but it's really, it's really interesting because we kind of know about that because you've said you experienced yeah. that. You, know, just but think it's just, you don't really think about why. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's a really good tool because you can take responsibility for things that are going to happen in your life and you can like plan things and, and things become less unexpected then. So you kind of know it's going to be a crazy day or you know it's going to be a crazy time of the month. So you can sort of plan for that and not like over plan things for the times when you're going to feel tired or, you know, take, um, you can plan like nights out or parties or whatever at the time when you know you're going to feel more up for it. That's amazing. I love that. And how is this relevant for new mums? Well, I think especially when we are going through um, this big like cycle of life, so like puberty, motherhood, menopause, all these kind of things that women go through these like stages of life, they're always surrounded by so much secrecy and taboo. Mm. And nobody talks about the things that we need to know until you're suffering from something. And it shouldn't be like a secret that you find out at the last minute. Mm. And you should kind of know these things. And I think like when you become a new mother, it's like you're finding out a lot about who you are now, what, how you've changed, what have your priorities changed. And, and this is like a really good chance for you to reassess like what's important to you and how do you want to live your life from now on? Or do you want to do anything differently or do you want to change anything? And if you follow the cyclic pattern like that, you'll be reassessing your life every month. So you'll be thinking about what you want to change and how have you gone about that every month rather than just kind of thinking about things and never like doing anything. Yeah. And how do we tune into our cycle? Well, what the thing is that, first of all, you need to know what you actually want, you know, in your life. And I think a lot of people don't know what they want because they're so influenced by external things. So there'll be the media, there might be your partner, there might be your friend, like in your ear saying, oh, you should this and oh, you should that. And, you know, and sometimes you kind of know something, but you ignore it. So it's like, you think, oh, I need to leave this job. This job isn't right for me. Or you think, oh, you know, something's going wrong in my relationship. And, and you don't take action because you're kind of too afraid to move in that um, mm. direction. And it's like these kind of little niggles that are in our head. And sometimes we don't actually take action on them and we just ignore them. So it's like taking conscious steps towards realizing what our dreams actually are and who you are under your mask um, and what do you actually want, you know, because when you're a mother, your intuition gets extra strong and you yeah. can really tune into like what's best for you, what's best for your kids really, really, um, really clearly. So um, this is the problem, um, like we don't do things because we think we should or we shouldn't. So mm. I've got a poem, if you don't mind, called The Should Month, which I want to read now. Yeah, do. And this is like, to remind you in a kind of funny way about not, not doing what you should do. The should monster. The should monster follows me around all day, telling me to do something, telling me not to play. I really shouldn't eat that. I really should get dressed. I ask you now, I beg you, is this just a stupid test? But pajama girl is tired. Pajama girl is slow. Pajama girl would really rather just watch the world go. Sitting by myself, no one here but you. Go away, should monster. I know what I need to do. I shouldn't spend my time listening to the likes of you. Here he is again, telling me his views. You should do something. You should, should, should. Run away, should monster. What feels right to you? Is it really crazy for a little girl like you? Trust your intuition. Your body knows the way. What can you feel now? Do you want to play? Sometimes we need rest until we feel our best. 
Tomorrow is another day. Tomorrow you may want to play. See how you feel then and go with what feels good. No point worrying who the, what the devil should. So next time you're wondering, like, what do I actually want? It's like, what do I want? Not what should I want? Because, like, on the first day of January, we're like, right, I should lose weight this year and I should go to the gym and I should give up smoke. Like, all the, like, things that you should do. But then you don't do it because, actually, you don't really want to. So it's really tuning into your own intuition and thinking about what you actually um, want for yourself, not what somebody else is telling you that you should want. So by that. tuning into our own cycles, we can actually do that. We can actually track how we're actually feeling and really listen to what our body's trying to tell us. Because some people say that the menstrual cycle is like the fifth vital sign that you yeah. can test like how healthy you are by how healthy the quality of your blood is, what kind of color it is, how long it's lasting, whether it's coming regularly, things like that. And you can track all the details with that. You can also track your temperature, which goes up slightly um, with a basal body temperature uh, thermometer. You can That goes up when you're ovulating slightly and goes down when you're menstruating slightly. And you can check your cervical mucus and the quality of your blood and your kind of moods throughout the month and how aroused you feel or whether you feel, uh, what are your moods generally. Mm. All of these are kind of clues to how, how you're feeling and how healthy you are and how well you are. And these are the kind of ways that we can tune into our cycles to get these clues from our body and listen to what our body's trying to tell us. I love that. I absolutely love that poem. I've got I've got to read it to my daughter because the pajama girl is so her. That is <laughs> I absolutely love that. That's fantastic. So you've told me that using this system can help benefit our relationships. And now that you've said all of this, I can kind of see how before I just yeah, I couldn't see it, but Actually, I can see sort of how that would benefit our relationships. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, well, I think, like, first and foremost, it's self-awareness, isn't it? And the more self-aware you are, the better partner you'll be because you'll, yeah. you'll know kind of what, what you're behaving and how that's impacting on your partner. And hopefully you'll know why you're behaving like that. And you might even be able to give them the heads up in advance. Like, if you track your cycle really clearly, you might be able to say things like, on day 14, I'm going to be feeling really horny, so that's a day for you to try it on, you know. <laughs> or on day, 30, on day, like, 28, I'm going to be really angry, so don't yeah, bother. Yeah, don't go near me. Details. Don't come near me. Don't ask for anything. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> yes. At least he's got the heads up, and he can choose to take action one way or another. But if he, at least he knows what's going on, so then he can... Um, you know kind of be there and I think if you share all this information with your partner giving them the information it's like giving them the keys to the kingdom like men always say oh I don't understand women women are different and actually we are we are at least four different women throughout the month and you need to learn to love each part of us and and how we are through different parts of the month is is who we are as a total woman we're not always going to be one thing and we That's shouldn't so have to be, we shouldn't have to pretend that we are either no. So it's like if he if he's willing to to if your partner's willing to tune in with you and slow down at the times you need to slow down and speed up when you need to speed up, then it can really help. And it's a really good relationship tool. And I've got this um, thing called the cycle dial, which I like to stick on my fridge so that I don't have to tell him where I'm up to on my cycle. I can just turn the uh, arrow to the relevant section so that he, he without me having to go oh, today I'm really going to be cross so he goes oh what's your problem you know what's going on you know it's like well I just put it on then you can look at it if you haven't looked at it it's like you know that's up to you but at least I've told you in advance that I'm going to be annoyed it's, or it's on the fridge right you know <laughs> 
So it's a really useful relationship tool in that way, as well as having the self-awareness, but being brave enough to share that with your partner is super powerful as well. I love that. That is absolutely genius. And this cycle dial, this is what you've sent to me, isn't it, to put in the mum box for November, which will be, that will be amazing. So if you've got a mum box order for November, you're going to have a cycle dial in there so that you can show your partner exactly how you're going to be at any time of the month. It's going to be on the fridge. I can't wait to get mine. I'm going to print it off and put it out there tomorrow. That's so clever. (laughs) And what about if you don't have periods? Yeah, so if you're not having periods because maybe you've just had a baby or you've been through menopause, um, then you can follow the cycles of the moon and you can find online um, anywhere when's the next full moon, when's the next new moon. And you use the full moon as your time to let go of things and to calm down and to rest. And you use the new moon for your time to set goals and to do exciting things like going out, partying, whatever you want whatever you're able to do (laughs) um and if you're into astrology you can then link those moons all have a season and to do with astrology so you'll have like a new moon in Capricorn and a full moon in Leo or something like that and you can link that to your own astrology if you're aware of your own birth chart your sun sign your moon sign and your ascendant signs so what we need to do is put the full moon and the new moon in our calendars so that we know what to expect yeah, um, so you can't, they're in a lot of calendars already, the new moons and the full moon. There's just a question there about does contraception affect this? Yeah, if you're on contraception, you won't be having a normal cycle um, like that. You might be having a breakthrough bleed when you take stop taking your pill, but it's not um, like a normal menstrual cycle. So for that time, I would advise following the cycles of the moon if you're using a contraceptive that's hormonal contraceptive, yeah. That's a really good question. Um, And if people want to work with you more and learn more about what you do, um, how do they find you and what what else do you do? So I'm on Sisters Rising in Rhyme on Instagram, Facebook and and my website. And I do loads of different things. Um, I trained with embodied intimacy. So I help women with their sexuality and I help to explain how the female body works and gets aroused. And I also do lessons on menstrual health and sexual health. And I do those in groups and in uh, one-to-ones. And I also do tarot card counselling, which is like tarot card readings, but it's more like a chat. It's nothing like spooky. It's just like a chat with uh, a bit of advice from the cards. And I do birth charts for astrology. So I read your stars and tell you based on what time you were born, what, what where your planets are for each um, one of the different houses and things like that. Yeah, and if you're local to Chester, then I do a mum's group every other twice a month. Yeah, Yeah. amazing. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. I've yeah, I've loved all of that, and it's so into. I've never ever thought of it. Literally, the only time I've ever thought of the moon affecting everything was when I was a vet nurse, and it used to send the night crazy. But actually, that makes perfect sense. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, Has anyone else got any questions for Augusta tonight? If you have, just pop them in the comments. Or if you find Augusta afterwards on Sisters Rising in Rhyme, you can probably send her questions at any time, can't you? Not there yet. Yeah, I'm just telling you out there now. (laughs) Everyone go find you. So, um, yeah, I'd love to have you back again because I know that you do more. Oh, look, we've got... Oh, no, there you go. You've got another question. Um, But, yeah, fantastic. I found that so interesting. Thank you so much. That was really, really good. Um, But yeah, we would love to have you back because I know that you do far more than just cycles and periods. Um, 
you do loads, loads and loads and loads of things to do with women, which is so important. Because like we were saying before we went live, like it's all such a taboo, isn't it? Like orgasms, um, periods, everything to do with women, basically, isn't it? It's all a big secret until it happens to you and you go, oh, to a friend in secret, like, shush, shush, this is happening to me. And they're like, oh, yeah, that happened to me too. And like, no one ever tells you anything, do they? Yeah, it's all such a secret and it shouldn't be because it's we the more we talk about this, the more normal it becomes and the easier it becomes to to say things to each other. And I think like with orgasms, especially, like I have a whole session on that, and there are 13 different types of orgasms that a woman can have. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. So it's 13. not we don't know half of it until you actually learn about these kind of things. And it's a fascinating topic, one of my favorite things to do. You've got to come back and talk to us about this. I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> brilliant thank you so much I'm gonna stop the live now but yeah fantastic talk thank you that was so interesting and we're definitely got to have you back again um yeah, yeah that was great so from yeah I think everyone thank you very much see you later bye